Okay. Um, we've been doing a little series on uh, Proverbs, but I took a week off here because a question has come in. I like to answer the questions that come in. I'm glad for questions. Uh, we always want to answer questions. And so because I think it's so important, we've <coughs> made it so that you can ask any question by writing it down, dropping it in the offering box, and that's where I found this one. It comes to us from the offering box. Uh, the person who asked it is not here today. <laughs> I always do that. I always mess it up. But uh, fortunately, that thing records, I think, I don't know what it is, but it does something and they can see it anyway. So uh, I have a question here that I want to talk about and uh, opens up some interesting discussion. I was told you should not answer, I am good, because God is the only one that is good. You should say, I am fine, or something else. Uh, is there a verse somewhere that speaks to this? Well, <laughs> it's an interesting question. And uh, I'm not sure who told this person that, uh, but maybe we can talk about this too. In the, one of the best sermons I ever heard in my entire life was on tape, and I, I got to know this fella, and he used to record A.W. Tozer. Now, those of you who are interested in uh, reading good authors, A.W. Tozer it was from the 1950s and 60s, and he is one of the great authors of all times, I guess. He really knew what he was talking about. And this old fellow I knew used to go hear him and record uh, his messages. And so I got to hear firsthand messages preached by A.W. Tozer, which is pretty rare. And uh, so he'd give me these recordings. And I listened to one, I still remember it, uh, because it was one of the best sermons I ever heard. And he said, uh, let's talk about God. And we're going to say, only God. And he's going to make a list of things that are only true of God. And so he starts out, only God is great. Only God is wise. Only God is good. Only God matters. Only what you do for God will last. Only what you give God will you keep. And so he made a list of things that were true only of God. And he said, only God is great. Who else is great? Do you know anybody else is great? No. You say, the biggest human is, who cares? He's nobody. You know, the biggest shot, the biggest big shot in the world, who is he? He's nothing. He's nothing. He doesn't amount to anything. Only God is great. Only God is wise. All right. And it's true that wisdom comes from God. The Bible clearly states it. That's what we've been studying in Proverbs. Wisdom comes from God. Only God matters. If you want to look at life and say, well, here's life, what should I do? 
answer is only God matters. You do something for God. You serve God in some way. You search him out. You find him because when the day comes and your last day comes on earth, you better believe that only what you did for God is going to matter. Everything else is going to amount to nothing. All right? Only what you give God will you keep. All right? You say, well, uh, Jesus said, the first will be last and the last will be first. I want to keep, you know, not how it's going to work. You give what you have to God and that's what you get to keep. And only what you do for God will last. Everything else is just wash away. But he says, only God is good. And it's true that all of us are flawed. We all have things we've done wrong. And some of us have a larger list than others. I got a pretty good list of my own. All right. We're flawed human beings. And we've all done things that we shouldn't. We've all done things that are wrong. And some of us just keep doing them and doing them. And so we say, well, who is good? Only God is really good. Only God has in him perfect goodness, everything about him. So the, the uh, question is, uh, if somebody says, how are you doing today? And you say, I'm good. And, oh, naughty, naughty. You can't say that. Well, I think that's a little overdoing it. And I'm going to show why I think that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think that's uh, true at all. You, you're free to say I'm good. And if you like to say I'm fine, <laughs> you can say whatever you want. You can say howdy doody. I don't care. Say what you want to say. All right. And we're free to say that. But I understand a concern if you're honestly concerned and somebody says, you know, only God is good. That's right. That's true. Only God is good. So if you say, well, I'm good. Are you saying, well, I'm God. I'm good. (laughs) No, I don't think so. And so there's a few things we want to look at. We'll start in Romans chapter number eight, Romans chapter number eight to trace something here. The Bible tells us in a lot of different ways that this is true. And uh, <clears throat> trying to get across the point as we think about is only God good? Are you allowed to say, I am good? Uh, Romans chapter 8, and I'm looking at verse number 29, down to verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, or that is God knew ahead of time, people, what they were going to do. He did also predestinate, or he decided ahead of time. So God knew ahead of time who you were, what you were all about. And he said he decided ahead of time, he predestinated, he made a choice that you should be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And so he says the first thing we want to do is say that we are to be conformed to Christ's image. We're supposed to be like Christ. And so there's a standard of behavior. How are we going to live our lives? Well, you're going to try to live it. Like Jesus did. You're supposed to be conformed. Well, who said I had to conform? It says right there, God said. 
It was God's idea ahead of time that you're supposed to be like Jesus. You're supposed to behave like Jesus. Now, he wouldn't have said that if Jesus hadn't come to earth. Because we'd scratch our heads and say, well, what's Jesus? Who's that? But Jesus came to earth. He was born. He walked and talked. He lived. He taught. He preached. He did all kinds of things down here. And so he said, you've seen him now. You've seen God in action. I want you to behave like that. He said, well, that's not easy. Nobody said it's easy, but there's a standard of behavior. There it is. You behave like Christ. You do what he does. So there's one thing is going to say, well, you're not claiming that you're good like God. No, but I am conforming to that image. I'm doing my best to behave like I should. Now, there's a lot of ways the Bible says that. First Peter, over in First Peter, towards the back of your Bible, First Peter, chapter number 1. 1 Peter chapter number 1. I'm looking at verse number 15. 1 Peter chapter 1, 15. But as he which has called you is holy, so be you holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be you holy, for I am holy. And that comes right from God's mouth. God said, I expect you to be holy. And he says, I'm holy. And what does holy mean? Well, it's more than just one thing, but it's purity. He's pure. All right. And he has around him uh, an, as a atmosphere, an attitude around God that is holiness. And we read when we see the angels, they're hovering over the throne of God, flying back and forth, which they've been doing from the moment they were created. So thousands of years, these angels hover over God and they say, what? Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And so there's a constant statement made in heaven of the holiness of God. Wow, he's really something. Yes, he is. And he says, now I expect you to be holy too. Pretty high standard again, all right? Be holy. Conform to his image, all right? What is it? Well, one of them is you need to be holy. We need to be pure. We need to have about us an attitude so that people know that we are pure. We're doing our best. We're going to fail at it some days, but he expects us to live up to that image. All right, there's something for you to think about. Now let's go to Philippians chapter 2. There'd be no end to these. We could go on and on and on, but I'm just picking a couple here so that we can think about it out loud. Philippians chapter 2. The people at the church at Philippi were arguing among themselves. And Paul says, you got to stop. No more arguing among yourselves. What's, what's, you need to get a different attitude. 
verse 4 of chapter 2, Philippians 2, verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Instead of you arguing back and forth, you consider what you can do for him. He'll consider what you can do for each other, and you'll come out much better. And then here's the instruction. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Or there's a way that you think in your mind to help stop arguments and to stop that kind of thinking. He said, I expect you to think in your mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So he says, I want you to learn to think like Jesus. I want you to think like Jesus. Now, how did Jesus say? Well, it goes on to say, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took on himself the form of a servant. Or in other words, God came to earth to serve everybody else. And he said, I'm not going to cling to my throne in heaven. I'm going to let go of that, and I'm going to come down here, and I'm going to serve the human race. I'm going to serve everybody I see. I'm going to serve everybody that was ever born in the way into the future. I will serve every human being in all times. I will do for them, and I will put that first. I will do for them before I take care of myself. And that's what he did, of course, because it says uh, he found, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient to death. And so he said, well, I'm going to do for others. I'm going to let others take first place. I'm going to let others hate me. I'm going to let other people kill me. And he let others kill him. So he says, if you're having trouble getting along, you're arguing. I expect you to learn to think like Jesus. Other people first. How far should you go with that? Jesus went until he died. He did for others until he died. Right, so there's another way that we are expected to conform to that image, to be like Christ is the way we think. So the way we act, we learn to be holy control that part of us that wants to be unholy. Think like Jesus. Put others first. Always do that. And then we come to one that I like because it answers quite exactly the question that was really asked in Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. <clears throat> now the question is, I was told you should not answer, I am good, because God is the only one that's good. You should say, I am fine, or something else. Okay, so that's, that's the question. And uh, hey, listen to what Jesus says. Uh, Matthew chapter 11, I'm looking at verse number, oh, I can't be because that isn't there. Got the chapter wrong. Verse, uh, Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Verse number 35. A good man, I didn't know there was any. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. 
So Jesus, this is Jesus talking, and he says, a good man who has his heart set right, who serves God in his heart, he's a good man. And what does he bring out of his good heart? Good things. And so Jesus said there are good men. There are good people. And they have their hearts right. And they do what's good. And so you can say, yeah, I'm good today. (laughs) It's okay. Jesus called people good. Because they're doing what? They're bringing out of their hearts treasures for somebody else. Just like Jesus did. Think like Jesus. Be like Jesus. And so he says, here's another thing put on the list. You can be a good person. You're allowed to be good. Are we ever as good as God? No, we've messed that up long ago. We're never going to be as good as God because we are flawed individuals. So we can never be as good as God. But we can serve him with our heart, uh, do what we can to, to find a way to do his will. Yes, do God's will. You won't be good like God, but you can do good. Now let's look at Hebrews Chapter number 13. Hebrews, towards the back of your Bible. Chapter number 13. And here is another verse that will help. Whoever asked the question. Hebrews 13, number 16. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Or there's a special thing you can do that pleases God. You can do good. And he says here, do good and communicate, forget not, or that is share. We share. So he said, you want to do good. We want to do share with somebody, help somebody, reach out a helping hand to somebody. We're going to do that, communicate. So we're going to take the good, something good in our heart, communicate or give it out to somebody else. And when you sacrifice that way, by giving out of the goodness of your heart, giving and helping somebody else, he said, God likes that kind of sacrifice. He's particularly pleased when we help each other. When we see a need and we reach out and try to help people. He's particularly pleased with that. And whenever I find something that says God is pleased with it, let's do it all we can. huh? Let's figure out ways to do it as often and as much as we can. Because if we have something that pleases God in our life, that's where we're getting to be thinking right acting right, and being conformed or changed into the image of Jesus Christ. So the next time somebody says, so how you doing? You can say, I'm good. It's okay. Everybody should know. No, nobody's as good as God. And in the end, truly, God is only one that is good. All right. But right now, uh, we're working at it. We're getting conformed. We're changing over and becoming good. And so somebody says, how you doing? You say, good. Don't go home. Say, oh, I don't know if I said the right thing. 
Say, I'm good, I'm great, I'm fantastic, I'm fine. Say whatever you want and don't feel bad. God said, be like me, I want you to be like me. Change and become like me. And I'm good and so that's one of our goals. We're going to learn to be good. We're going to learn to be wise. We're going to learn to do things for God. We're going to give God the things we have and then we can be like God. In that way, a small image of his greatness. Okay? That answers the question. Thank you.